Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com, where you can find all of my written work today. It's Thursday, Thursday. It's YouTube day. It's cornerback day. <laughs> Sorry for the technical difficulties yesterday that uh that kept me from being able to make the youtube debut when i planned to but hey we're here today we're winning today uh cornerback episode you know what that means past present future before we get started just a quick reminder to follow lockdown gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode and subscribe on youtube because hey we're here now with amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Looking at the cornerback pass, which of course, in this case, cornerback pass means 2020. Uh, we had Kyrie Elam go. <laughs> All the tools to become a legitimate cornerback one in the NFL. Marco Wilson was the other starting corner opposite, although he moved around a little bit. Yeah, I talk my hands a lot. Maybe I'm part Italian, I guess. <laughs> but Marco Wilson is a fourth round pick for the Arizona Cardinals. He's apparently been a pass deflection machine in training camp and preseason and all that fun stuff. He's an athletic freak with absolutely wildly inconsistent tape. Like he was just all over the place, true freshman starter and playing well at that, but then tapering off towards the end of his career, dealing with injury. It was, it, it was a whole thing, but also just want to point out, no one cares about the shoe. Um, uh, at least on this show, we don't care about the shoe. This show, no shoe. That's how we're doing it. Again, I stand by my point. LSU never should have been in the game to begin with. So end of the day, the shoe thing, not that horrible. Uh, Brad Stewart is another corner that I'm mentioning. Brad Stewart plays a star, which if you don't know, star position for the Gators, very crucial nickel spot, your safety, your nickel corner, your linebacker, your everything. And Brad Stewart was that last year. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it. <laughs> wasn't a huge fan of the fit. Wasn't a huge fan of the play, the tape. None of that. Granted, in his defense, it's an incredibly difficult position to play. Like if you've never played defensive back in general, like defensive back is hard to play, especially if you're in man coverage and trying to react with a lot of zone at the time, like reading the quarterback's eyes sounds a lot easier than it's done. And Brad Stewart, when you're guarding those slot, the slot's a very difficult place to be. Like I played corner. I never worked in the slot because it's very, very difficult to make those quick reactions and make those quick cuts as quick as you would need to. I realize I just said quick a lot, but deal with it. Um, it's very difficult. Brad Stewart's more of a natural safety than anything else. So I don't think he was an ideal fit to play there, but it is what it is. Like personally, I would have, I think it still would have been a bad fit, but if we're playing a safety there, I would have rather seen Rashad Torrance or Trey Dean there. Uh, if we're just talking about safeties that are going to be playing that star spot, should have been one of them. Uh, the corners last year were way too soft for my liking, at least if if 
again, if I'm being just brutally honest about it, way too soft last year, uh, especially considering that we had Brad Stewart starting and he's, again, I get it. He's a safety, but he's playing our star spot. So he's a nickel corner, really. Um, so uh, especially having a safety there, I think uh, our secondary was just way too soft in general. Uh, we're going to have another episode for safeties just because I'm, I'm, I'm a big DBs guy. So that's the one group that I split up into corners and safeties. Um, so we'll have another episode about that. But the corners were just, honestly, if I'm talking about it, they were disappointing when it comes down to it. Uh, they were way too soft. They got absolutely carved up in some games. They just it didn't make receivers work hard enough consistently. And that was what really bothered me with it because – there were games like uh, like Alabama and Ole Miss. They not only killed us yardage-wise, but it was pretty easy for them to gain yards. And I get that we won the Ole Miss game. I understand that. But we still, like, our defense was not what it should have been, especially passing defense-wise. Like, we knew last year run defense was going to be an issue just given what we had. But the secondary, specifically the corners, and specifically that star spot, in the SEC championship and the Ole Miss game were big disappointments for me, at, at least. I thought that, you know, they killed us. Even the Texas A&M game killed us, and it was incredibly disappointing. And I'm hoping that this year will be different. But uh, on the bright side, <laughs> we're bringing back our best corner from last year in Kyrie Elam. He's going to be the best corner again this year because, I mean, he's possibly the best corner in college football. I get Derek Stingley is great. I get Andrew Booth is great. But – we could be talking about Kyrie Elam. We should be talking about Kyrie Elam as corner one, maybe in the NFL draft next year. And that's where I'm at. I'm not saying he's definitely it. I'm just saying he's not definitely not it. <laughs> like if, if that makes sense, like he's definitely not below corner one, like for sure, but he, he could be corner one. He could be corner three or corner four with a, Tomlinson over in TCU. Like there's a lot of great corners next year. I think Kyrie Elam, might have the tools to be the best corner in the pros, though. If that, if you follow, like that makes sense. He might not even produce like the best corner in college football, but I think he's got the chance to be the best corner in the NFL out of all of these corners for next year. Not so bright side. Uh, that's the only starting corner that we're bringing back. Uh, again, like Brad Stewart was the starting star for a lot of the time, and. He, he wasn't that dude, but he's gone now. And Marco Wilson wasn't great, but he's gone now. On the other bright side of that, we couldn't get much worse than we were last year in the secondary. Like, I have no problem saying that. I'm, I'm very critical of safety play and corner play and just secondary play in general. And I am beyond disappointed with what our secondary produced last year. Like, that was, that was pretty embarrassing. To me, at least, as a Gators fan, where I'm like, we need to pride ourselves on our secondary and our passing defense. That wasn't it, if you're asking me. Locked On Gators is now on YouTube, as as you can see. <laughs> and you'll see eventually, maybe not today, but that episode is young. But I'm a sweater, like not the article of clothing, like legit, just like, it gets gross. Like, sheesh, <laughs> I sweat like a mother father. And like, you'll see eventually, I promise you. Miami sweat to the shirt every single time. Now that I'm home, I can use sweat block and avoid that issue because I just put it on at night, go to sleep, wake up, shower in the morning, and bam, beautiful. And like I desperately need it, but like it's guaranteed to work. And I know like guaranteed sounds a bit too good to be true, 
But I only have to use it like once or twice a week, and it keeps me perfectly dry. Use promo code Locked On. That is L O C K E D, no space O N to get twenty percent off of your sweat block at <laughs> sweatblock.com, or get it at Amazon or CVS. Add Miami and Georgia to the list of slain home field opponents. Home Field Apparel recently introduced the big new Saturday school that broke every record they could when they brought the University of Florida out there. And it wasn't close. Like every record demolished completely. Since then, Miami took a swing and failed miserably. Georgia took a swing and failed miserably, as they do. As they do. They're scared and everything, I'm telling you. But I mean, thank you for anybody that participated. Like, I know that I have my shirts. I'm not wearing one today, but maybe tomorrow's episode all the way around. But love their shirts. Like, so soft, so smooth. The colors, so sweet. Thank you, Hair, for dropping right there. <laughs> Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDONGATORS for 15% off of your first purchase at homefieldapparel.com. Talking about the cornerbacks of the present. So, for the 2021 football season cornerbacks for the Florida Gators. I know last segment I started off with Kair the GOAT. This time, Kair the God. That, that's that's where I'm going with it. Kair the God because he is so dang good. Like I promise you. I, like I've said, like I genuinely think he should be fighting for and we should be discussing him as a possibility for the first corner drafted in the 2022 NFL draft. And believe me, when it comes time for the 2022 NFL draft, I'm going to be going nuts with Kyrie Lumkansen. Like, I cannot wait. You thought Kyle Pitts was bad? A DB? A, a, a DB that's a top 10 overall player? I'm going to go berserk with it. Of course, we know uh, Jaden Hill was the expected starter opposite Kyrie Lum, but recently towards ACL, so... That's kaput. You can listen to, I believe it was Tuesday's episode. I went pretty in-depth. Actually, it might have been Monday's episode. I went pretty in-depth about Jaden Hill and what the ACL injury means for this team, who can replace him, what are the options that we're expecting. And looking at the top guys on the list, you've got Avery Helm, you've got Jason Marshall Jr., you've got Elijah Blades, who's just recently transferred in, Jadarius Perkins, who also just recently transferred in, and Ethan Pouncey are all viable options to be starters opposite Kyrie Elam, which we kind of desperately need because last year we had Marco Wilson, and sure, he was a fourth-round pick. Sure, he's currently an NFL cornerback, but he was so wildly inconsistent that it's like, we still need that guy that can be opposite Kyrie Elam. Like, when we had, I know neither of them have worked out the way we wanted them to, but when we've had... Vernon Hargraves and Tease DeBoer, that was like a sick duo to have. And like, I would like to see that again here. Like, that's what I'm hoping for in Kair and anybody that's <laughs> going to be the guy to step up. I'm, I'm not picky. I just want to win. I just want good corner play. So I'm not super picky about who it is. Uh, I know Dan Mullen mentioned Jadarius Perkins as one of the guys. He's like, hey, like, he, he could be the starter opposite. Uh, so I included him. Although I will say that. If Trevez Johnson doesn't work out as our star this year, or if they just want to rotate the star, like they did a bit last year. Um, I would like to see Jadarius Perkins take on that role. Even if it's like 
Jadarius Perkins on the outside as a starter, Kyrie Elam on the other side as a starter, and Trevez Johnson on the in the star role, and then sometimes taking Trevez out and putting Jadarius Perkins in to the star role and putting one of the other options on the outside corner. Like there's a lot you can do with this secondary, specifically these corners and that star role. And honestly, when I go to the safeties episode, I might also mention that star road because last year we had a safety playing star. Like we've seen that happen before. Like there are guys that are just better as stars. Like uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson's a safety star, but I mean, he's not really an outside corner, even though it's possible that he plays it. And we're going to discuss that at some point, but not a huge fan about it and not, not super into it, but hey, it's a possibility, but I would really like to see us move this secondary around a little bit because we've also been the type where it's like, you could see Dewan Black play that star role. And I'll talk more about that when I get to the safety spot, just because like he's a linebacker, safety, edge rusher, everything. He's, he's Isaiah Simmons, apparently. But we could see him play that star role. We could see other guys play that star role that played linebacker, just move out a little bit to the slot and take over there. Like So that's not something that's completely out of the question. And honestly, like I would not mind seeing it, especially if it means you know, pushing a linebacker out, having Jadarius Perkins on the outside, having Kyrie Elam on the other side, having Avery Helm on the outside instead of Perkins, whoever it is, and maybe putting Dewan Black at that star and giving us a little bit better run defense because that was a huge, huge area of disappointment for me as a fan watching that defense last year. I feel like our run game, specifically like the Texas A&M game, I really feel like we just never exceeded expectations or never even reached expectations and in the long run that also hurts your secondary and your passing defense because now you're overcompensating with your play calling and now you're doing all this and i'll get into further details about how i think we could fix that in another episode because that's that's planned for coming up but right now i think that it's an option that we have another safety out there instead of a nickel corner especially given that the corner situation is just so murky right now in the sense of like, not that it's bad. I don't think it's bad at all. I think we have a lot of talented corners. I think it's just, we don't know who can fill what role yet. And we're getting really close to the season. We're two weeks away. Um, and so it's time sticking here. So we might have to just opt for having more experienced guys and bigger guys in the star role for a bit, at least early in the season, or honestly go week by week, just go by matching personnel on the on the uh, offensive side, whatever it is. Uh, there's a lot of questions that still need to be answered about this team. And, I mean, hopefully this year, one, one thing is that hopefully they'll be more physical up at the line of scrimmage and play press coverage. And I, I, I just want them to to step up because, again, like I'm a DBs guy. I'm a big pass defense, run defense guy. I, I'm all about defense. And so – seeing a team that struggled so mightily when we've been considered a defensive, uh, I, I guess a defensive like powerhouse or defensive juggernaut when our offenses were awful, like just, just awful. <laughs> um, it, it's disappointing to see us not live up to what I want us to be. And what at least my expectations are for this team. I think the Gators have a shot at the natty this year. If you're confident bet online currently has plus 2,800 odds. And I'm just saying, I'm going to take them. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. I'm telling you, too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. It's so good. Um, season one's better, though, but it's still so good. Uh, with real time updated odds and props on almost 
<clears throat> you get to see this now. Anything you can imagine, it is the best way to place your bets, and it's 100% free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use promo code locked on. That is L O C K E D, no space. Oh, and need something to do with your stimulus, tax refund, GameStop, Dogecoin, uh, Percy Harvin autograph, money, like whatever it is, visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. And I'm still just like, so happy and so thrilled and so grateful that like when I was in Florida, I got to see a rockauto.com commercial because we don't see those up here often, or maybe it's because I don't watch enough TV up here often, but like, it, it was so cool to see a sponsor on TV. Like that was just dope. So sorry. But uh, now that we have a car, I'm sure I'll do something horrible to it where I need to get it fixed at some point. And I'll be using rockauto.com, whether it's brake pads, taillights, hydraulics, fuzzy dice in a mirror, you know, whatever it is, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know exactly who sent you. Um, before I get into this third segment, apparently I'm just doing this now. In the third segment, I'm just cutting it to talk about something else real quick. Uh, I just want to make everyone aware and comfortable with this. I talk with my hands a lot. Like I know I mentioned it earlier, but like the hand motions I do now, I do these even when I'm not on YouTube. Like I, I just talk a lot with my hands. So like these little anything, all that stuff, you know, daily driver, whatever it is, I, I do all of this. So sorry, but get used to it. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Uh, looking at the cornerback future for the Florida Gators, Gators have a young corner group, like especially depth wise. Like that's that's a big thing for us, and it's a positive and a negative. But whether or not they can play immediately, there's plenty of talented young corners on this roster. You've got, I mean, just Ethan Pouncey, Jason Marshall, Avery Helm, Jordan Young, like are all very young players like all freshmen redshirt freshmen like they're very young players they've got a lot of uh eligibility left they can do a lot we've got a uh, Travis johnson is a true sophomore so there's a lot that we can do here um it, it's awesome it's one of those things where i mean it's something that is it's it's a question mark i'll say it's not a good thing it's not a bad thing but uh it it puts us in a weird little conundrum i'd say it's a good thing more than a bad thing actually now that i'm thinking about it because it's like we have so many talented young corners where it's a little tough to do one of those things where like if you have two starting uh corners that are seniors um we can't be like okay like then you're a freshman just wait them out like it's fine they got one year of eligibility left just just give them that one year and then it's you like then then you step up we can't really do that with a lot of our guys because it's like well, we have sophomores and freshmen here. So it's like, if you want to try to wait them out, you're going to be a senior. You're going to have one year of film, one year of production, one year of anything. And it's modern day college football. Like People aren't going to stick around for that. There's a transfer portal. They will jump ship and they won't hesitate to do it. And I mean, honestly, I, I, I don't really fault them for doing so because like, it, it's your right to do so. <laughs> so I, I, I don't really fault them for doing that. 
but it, it's a little thing where it's like while I'm talking about how talented and young these corners are, they might not be here for so long. Like these guys might not be here by the time their time is here. So that's one thing where it's like it's great to have talented young corners, but we're not sure if they'll be here for the long run, the long haul, whatever you want to call it. They might not be here for their upper class years, uh, especially considering we have in 2022, we have uh, Julian Humphreys coming in a four star corner. Um, dude, like I realized that I just said dude and that was totally unprofessional, but like, dude, like he is so good. He has all the makings of being an all American caliber player. He could be the next CJ Henderson, he could be the next Kyrie Elam, he could be that guy. Um, Grant, I'm not saying that he's the only guy. Like, we have guys in the roster that could become that. But Julian Humphrey, right now, looking at it, is like the guy that I'm like, when I look at who's next, it, I mean, he might not be next per se because he probably won't be corner one next year because he'll be a freshman, but he might be the next elite corner out of Florida after Kair Elam. And I mean, that's that's a beautiful thing. Like he had offers from Alabama, he had offers from Georgia, he had offers from Texas A&M, and he picked the Gators. Why? Because we got a bright future, baby. Like we got a lot going on. Like, and I know we're not known for recruiting; we're known for developing. We're bringing in some pretty nice recruits. Like we've got them coming in, and it, it's exciting. We're taking them from schools. Like Shamar James, we, we took him from where everybody thought he'd be an Alabama kid. We took him. Everybody's like, oh, Alabama, maybe Auburn can make a late run. And he's a Gator. Like, he's going to be a Gator next year. That's what it is. It's so awesome. Like, Humphrey's an elite athlete that can play like an elite corner with a little bit of coaching up, which he can get, obviously, at the University of Florida. Like, And the coverage versatility here is huge, just given how athletic a lot of these guys are. You're never really going to look at, like, they can get – like, they can't run stride for stride with someone. Like, if, if you go – with a deep ball, if you have anybody running a deep route, like we can run stride for stride with most of these guys just looking at these young corners. Most receivers, we can keep up with. And that's a huge advantage that enough people don't talk about because like when we had Vernon, when we had T Sabor, like they weren't freak athletes that could keep up with everybody. Like don't get me like Vernon could jump through the roof, but he wasn't this speed demon that can keep up with everybody. Like if he was going against Jalen Waddle right now he'd probably get smoked at somewhere, not even right now, just when they were both at their college prime. He'd probably get smoked just because he couldn't keep up. But we don't really have a huge issue like that, maybe with guys like Jalen Waddle that are just world-class speed. But for the most part, 98% of the wide receivers in college football, like our corners will be able to keep up with. And that gives us a lot of versatility of not having to be like, oh my God, like make sure you shadow him. And then they go in motion and defenses and defense can get confused because offense can create confusion. Um, I'm honestly, I'm hoping our DBs can get back to being elite sometime in the near future. Like the future is so bright with so many talented young kids on this roster already. I can't wait, but that about does it for today's episode of Lockdown Gators. Join me tomorrow as I'll be joined by Aaron Freeman of Lockdown Falcons to talk about the Gators on the Falcons. That means Kyle Pitts, John Ballard, Dante Fowler Jr., and you may hate it, Felipe Franks. Like he's he's gonna get brought up. I hope you I, like I've already recorded it. He gets brought up. Deal with it. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at wns underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports as W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown Ohio State, hosted by Jay Stevens, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. 
I feel like it's kind of important to give Jay and the Buckeyes a little bit of shout out because like they're fake DBU and like we're kings. So I, I feel like they deserve that little shout out. Uh, also, don't forget to subscribe because you know that's awesome and super helpful and dope if you could subscribe to this YouTube. And, and I mean, even if you don't subscribe to the podcast, everything, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is, betting on the Gators doesn't have to be a guessing game anymore if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.